Wednesday again. I hope you are all well. Welcome to another episode on relationships. In the previous episode, we have talked and I was reflecting with you on the nine of the most common but also heinous narcissistic manipulation tactics. We have started this series alongside the series of recognizing and discerning false self, which is ego, and a conscious self, which is so. Because we have to remember that narcissists, unfortunately, are the beings without the soul. They have lost the soul in the entanglement of their upbringing, their surroundings, their environment, and giving in into darkness instead of going towards the light. And I have to remind you that everything in life is a choice. And our upbringing, poverty, poor parenting, does not excuse, but behavior, because we do know right from wrong from the very early stage of our life. In those episodes, I will be highlighting nine of the narcissistic, most common manipulation tactics. I have talked about triangulation and gaslighting, which for myself personally, are one of the worst of all of them. They really make you question your sanity. If you find yourself in a relationship with a narcissist, especially if it's romantic or close relationship, like with family members, we have to acknowledge this, that those Manipulation tactics don't, don't always apply just to the romantic and intimate relationship. But very often they happen in our family surroundings, in the place when we should be able to grow and become the best version of ourselves, surrounded by the people who love and celebrate us and being the best example for us. And also as a good friend or a good parent, call us out on the wrongdoings. If we are never called out of our, on our wrongdoings, we cannot develop 
in the proper way to be able to discern and to learn from our mistakes and to acknowledge that doing wrong is a part of our growing and developing, but acknowledging it's another thing and taking accountability for our wrongdoings is a part of this life journey. Tonight we will be discussing love bombing, which is the very first stage of narcissistic manipulation tactic and projection. If you've ever been in a narcissistic relationship, especially intimate, think back now to the beginning of your relationship when things felt like a fairy tale. You were showered with gifts and affection. They professed their love to you very fast and early on or provided you with excessive attention at all hours of the day. I have been myself in a narcissistic marriage. This marriage was eye-opener for me. I didn't know that I have been before in narcissistic relationships until this happened because it has become a pattern. Doesn't mean that there were like many of them, but two in a row, that's bad enough to sit down with yourself and ask yourself a question that something is very wrong here. Love bombing is the very first stage of narcissistic abuse. It's the stage when we are being bombarded as the name says for itself with the intense and overwhelming display of affection, admiration and attention the narcissist used to quickly build a strong emotional connection with their target or victim. And yes, don't get mistaken, very often, if it comes to the narcissist, you have been targeted. This tactic is designed to make the victim feel special, desired and loved but it serves a manipulative purpose. Let's dive deep on how the love bombing works. First of all, there is this excessive praise and affection. Narcissists shower you or the victim with compliments, affectionate gestures, declarations of love. They may seem incredibly attentive and interested in the victims, your life. 
The cause and effect of this excessive praise and affection is the quick attachment. Love bombers often move, move the relationship forward to the rapid pace, making the victim feel like they found the love of their life or their soulmate. They may talk about the future together, make grand romantic gestures and create sense of urgency. How well do I know it? But then it comes the reality, it hits you out of nowhere. Another stage of love bombing is the isolation. As the victim becomes more emotionally invested, the narcissist may try to isolate them from friends and family, making them dependent on the narcissist for emotional support and validation. Validation with actually they do need for themselves. Because if you are a healthy person, you don't need the validation. You don't confuse lust with love. You know that love takes time. But you also understand that sometimes love just happens and you are open to give and receive. And if you say something, you mean it. You don't say something just to get somebody into your clothes. That's what the narcissists do. There is another stage of love bombing, and it has the very evil background and is the manipulative intent. Once the victim is deeply attached, the narcissist may start to reveal the true self. They usually do. It takes no longer than three to six months. And this can include <clears throat> controlling behaviors, <clears throat> excuse me, emotional manipulation and other abusive tactics, which I have mentioned in my first episode, which is gaslighting and triangulation. The victim is often left confused, hurt and vulnerable. Love bombing is a tactic used to gain control and manipulate the victim's emotions and actions by initially overwhelming them with positive attention and affection. But once the victim is emotionally invested, the narcissist can exploit this attachment for their own gain and benefits. The second manipulation tactics, which I would like to discuss and reflect with you in this episode is projection. What is projection? When we talk about the narcissism, or NPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder. Projection is the defense mechanism used by the narcissist to avoid taking responsibility for their own flaws, mistakes, or negative behaviors. Instead of acknowledging their faults, they project these qualities onto others, often their victim. How does projection work? First and foremost, 
they blame others. Narcissists will accuse others, including their victims, of having the very flaws or negative traits they possess. For example, a narcissist who is dishonest might accuse their partner of being untrustworthy. The narcissist who is promiscuous might accuse you of cheating. Avoiding accountability by projecting their issues onto others, narcissists can avoid taking responsibility for their actions. They deflect blame and criticism away from themselves. And it's always somebody else's fault. Their undermining confidence. Projection can erode the victim's self-esteem and confidence because they may start to believe the negative traits or behaviors attributed to them by the narcissist. I know that many of you, I was in that position back then. One of the very first stages when I realized that what the narcissism is, except of being a Greek myth about the narcissist who has fallen in love with his own reflection, because I had no idea what the NPD is. By basically googling what was happening in my life and questioning the pattern of really toxic and abusive relationships, I came across NPD. And I have asked the question, maybe it's my fault. Am I a narcissist? It made me feel horrible when I already knew the traits. But believe me, the true narcissist never even think about questioning that he might be or she might be wrong. They will never even take into consideration because we have to understand that those actions, their actions, their tactics, their manipulation, is something they have already done before and they know exactly what they are doing. They're not asking those questions. They will never do. Because they know they're being evil and they do it on purpose. Another part of projection is by the narcissist is maintaining a false image. Projection helps the narcissist maintain their idealized self-image while making the victim feel flawed or unworthy. Projection can be particularly insidious because it distorts the victim's perception of reality and can lead to self-doubt and confusion. The victim may feel like they are 
the one with the problems, even though the issues are actually the narcissist. Those tactics of manipulation, triangulation, gaslighting, when you feel like you are going crazy, when they get involved the third party to make you even more confused or jealous or unworthy. The projection, when they project their own flaws on you or the others. And then you remember that love bombing stage and you questioning everything. The whole reality around you becomes so surreal. It changes you. The abuse of a narcissist is deep, is evil, is planned, executed with perfection and with no remorse and no empathy. They know exactly what they're doing, why are they doing this? And very often they get away with it. At the end of this series, when we will go through all the nine manipulative tactics of narcissists, I will help you to make you realize how you can deal with it and how you can heal. But let's summarize this episode if it comes to love bombing and projection. Love bombing and projections are manipulation tactics used by the narcissist to control and manipulate their targets or their victims. Love bombing involves overwhelming the victim with affection and attention to establish emotional dependence, that quick attachment we mentioned before, while projection involves deflecting one's flaws and negative qualities onto others. It's always somebody else's fault, often causing the victim to doubt their own reality. Recognizing these tactics is essential for protecting oneself from narcissistic manipulation. Especially this series when I'm trying to highlight, and I know many of others do, and it's great, because we all aim to make you acknowledge certain things for self-awareness, for protection, for not being so quick to get into relationships. Relationship, when it's healthy, it flows. There are two people who meet each other. There is mutual affection, 
there is infatuation. And it should flow. It shouldn't be slow. You should be able to take time, not being rushed or feel like you have to. Give in into something which is ridiculous, like getting married in three or six months. Relationship, healthy relationship, allow two people to get to know each other, to enjoy these beautiful moment, moments and the honeymoon period. Instead of getting too serious, When you are in a healthy relationship, you don't question anything. You just go with a flow, flow of emotions which are growing. If that affection is mutual. When you take time and make an effort to get to know each other, when there is no rush, there is no pressure. And it seems like the time stopped. Both people know in a healthy relationship that they are established as a single person. And they don't need another person to complete them. They are completed. They want another person to compliment them. You need to understand the difference. And you need to be able to protect yourself. Unfortunately, by the statistic we still are on about, if it comes to... Because we have to remember that narcissism is something which is not always extreme. When we dive deep into that human psyche to explore various aspects of psychology, relationships and self-awareness, we need to understand that narcissist and narcissism, which is in psychological NPD, narcissistic personality disorder, goes from very mild, which is low self-esteem, to very severe and pathological behavior, cunning behavior, evil behavior. And there is a lot of people these days who do have a highly narcissistic trait. We all have some narcissistic traits. But there is difference between having a traits. And there is difference between being full-blown narcissist. And if you come across the fully-blown narcissist, you should be able by now to recognize that's why I always say, take your time. Don't rush. Don't let anybody to rush you. 
we will be talking about the qualities and importance of recognizing how to deal with it and how to protect yourself at the end of this series. But at that moment, I just would like you to establish certain things. And I hope it will be of value to someone who finds themselves right now in that position, when they're not quite sure. If somebody is rushing you into something and you're not feeling comfortable with it, express yourself. And if you express yourself and you're not being hurt, and you're trying to be guilt-tripped because you have boundaries and you have your own timeline, that's your first red flag. You should always feel safe to say no in a healthy relationship. I will catch you on Friday on my bonus episode for subscribers only and for the reason I have already mentioned in my previous episodes and reels on Instagram. If you would like to follow me, it's Beyond Compromise 2017. If not on Friday, I will definitely catch you on Sunday and we have really exciting episode on spirituality upcoming. I'm sending you, as always, a lot of love. God bless you all. It was Anita Stevens at Beyond Compromise. Good night or good morning whenever you're listening. God bless. Smooches. Ciao.